morning. It's really nice to have you all here with us today. So let's get into it. Um, Peter, if you would just like to introduce yourself and your team and maybe tell us a little bit about how you got into the crypto industry before you begin with your presentation. Okay. Yeah, so, so just from the start, uh, Peter Pan is just my, my handle. My name is Thomas Tallis. Um, no, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a, um, yeah, but uh, you can call me Peter, it's no problem. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I got into crypto um, back in 2017, well, actually 2016. Uh, we had an ambitious project that was uh, to take a, uh, an idea concept to the SCA. Uh, in, in England. Uh, it was a, a retail uh, platform which would be an alternative to people or pension savings. Um, we had investment. We to, to give the project actually a lot of credit, we got quite far with the FCA, um, but the response that they gave us, which is probably the same response they would give now, is that they didn't have a concrete uh, time frame on when such a, a, a product would be able to be licensed for retail, which ultimately spooked our investors, which we understood because it was how long is a piece of string. Um, so that uh, that project folded. But the positives is that we we had a red thread. The team that was working on that project, which was called, which was called CoinHubber, we understood that what we really wanted to deliver uh, were alternative financial mechanisms or, 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 or tools that would be widely accessible and more importantly would actually offer something that most people don't have access to today. Um, that led us uh, into co-founding a project called MELD um, and uh, together with Lisa, uh, another one of my colleagues on TWIN, uh, Nicholas and, and Herval, um, we uh, successfully took uh, MELD uh, from something on paper to by the beginning of 2022 it raised uh, just shy of 40 million dollars um, and it was had a, you know Lisa had, uh, had uh, run the first ISPO which was a tremendous success um, uh, it was a of course a totally different market but in 2021 when we were running the ISPO and of course, uh, ADA was was much higher than it is now, um, but we had approximately 1.3 billion US dollars worth of ADA delegated to our pools, which was you know you know beyond all ex expectations. Um, Lisa, uh, Nicholas, and I we left Meld um, uh, quarter one, 2022. Um, and for the majority of last year, I was doing advisory roles, but also thinking about going back to the Coin Hub, that project that I took to the FCA. Really, what what else uh, is missing? Um, and for a long time, I've understood that the, the, there there it's dubious about uh, what we call stores of value. So if you've got um, if you've got an, an amount that you want to invest, where do you put that? Regardless of the amount, whether it's a hundred or a thousand, it, 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 or, or a hundred thousand. Um, and what's what's now very clear, and of course, you know, going into Christmas last year, it was it was clear enough. But you know, with all the events happening in 2023, it's even clearer uh, that 
yeah, if you put your money into the bank, that's pretty dubious. We've seen what's you know what's been happening so far this year. I'm sure there will be more troubles with 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 banks. Um, so that's from the fiat side, and also cryptocurrency. I mean, I'm passionate about crypto, but we, you know we, we've all witnessed huge fluctuations, and sort of you know the, the you know these fluctuations can be very wild and very quick. Um, the the, the 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 core idea of twin is if you're able to uh, offer all the advantages that blockchain has but at the same time your token or a token is able to be backed by something that is as stable as one can hope for which is real world assets whether they be precious metals or indeed other uh, uh, assets uh, it could be music rights, real estate, and so on and so forth. So the, that's really when we started to get to work, which was right before Christmas. Um, and I'm very lucky to have a relationship with one of the world's leading uh, vaults. Um, the, the, they've been dealing with precious metals in the conventional way uh, for decades. Um, their vault is in the Channel Islands. Um, and actually through speaking with them uh, throughout uh, the sort of the majority of 2022, what they were also looking for was a partner, somebody who could help uh, expand their market reach um, and tokenize or fractionalize uh, the gold and silver, platinum and palladium, so they deal with four metals that they have access to. I'll stop there because I'm conscious that I can I can roll on. So please tell me if there's any questions from that 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 intro. I think we're okay from there. Yeah, I don't think there's any questions sitting there from the intro so far. Yeah, so in summary, um, you know, I've, I've been in the space now for some years and my drive, my passion, which I share with my colleagues, is to create alternative um, uh, financial tools that, uh, that, can, that can enjoy a widespread uh, adoption. Um, and that is the core of TWIN. Um, we will be uh, having to, the, the platform will be four, two platforms. Um, that one platform will serve the institutional and accredited side of the market, uh, which is a more straightforward path and a quicker path to follow. Um, but the the retail is really where we we have a lot of our passion. Um, that will be you know subject to licensing uh, out of Gibraltar. Uh, but all of the planning that we've done so far this year shows that Gibraltar is uh, able, it's fully legislated to to uh, to work on a retail offering. Um, yeah, so we're, we're we, we speaking with the GFSC so far and with our legal representation in Gibraltar, we know exactly what needs to be done. And more importantly, we know it can be done. So Chris, if you want to then um, sort of move down, um, perhaps I should also just mention about the name Twin. So even though it's two Vs pronounced Twin, the the idea 
actually came to Lisa uh, in in a sort of uh, in, in a dream, if if, if if the truth be told, truth be told, um, and it's we think it fits so perfectly well because we're bringing uh, RWA back tokens on chain. Um, so the two Vs are uh, are representing twins, uh, one V being the token and the other V being the asset that is fully underlying the token that we're bringing on chain. Um, so that's the uh, that's the the uh, um, the link to the name and to the and to the brand. Um, as I was saying in my in intro. Uh, we 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 all understand that fiat has a lot has lost a lot of its backing. A lot of a lot of trust has been eroded and is continuing to be uh, continuing to be eroded. Uh, and crypto has yet to find a sort of a more stable, um, uh, sustainable um, um, uh, sort of offering. Which is why we. Uh, have our uh, tagline, which is that uh, works like fiat, acts like crypto, you know, relating to the tokenization of different real world assets. Thanks, Chris. So I'll just take a, a little bit of time for your audiences to read uh, what's, on, what's on the slide. And again, it's, it's, uh, uh, we're just emphasizing in our deck the fragility uh, of the fiat system and also the issues that we have all witnessed, uh, especially recently with, within the crypto market. So it's too much volatility, too much uh, and often too much manipulation with, we see with meme coins that, you know, are, uh, are rolled out and there is a huge spike which attracts a lot of people in but then suddenly there's a few a, a huge fall off um, so the again just to just to really uh, sort of draw out that we see tokens that have certain real world assets that are that are standing behind the token will mitigate uh, these issues as much as as much as possible and and, th and therefore giving giving people you know well more peace of mind uh, but more importantly uh, a stable financial instrument in which they can uh, invest in if they so wish thanks chris you will see that a lot of our uh, um, communication revolves around duality which links back to the brand twin so we are we, we, we're great believers in the power of numerology um, and the duality uh, is is just a, is yeah just a nice to know that you'll see as we as you go through and when you read up on material that that twin releases that we use a lot of this uh, the, the twin analogies I have um, I have uh, mentioned uh, on on this slide uh, a lot of what you're reading. So you know again, just to give a second for your audience to to read the, the text, but uh, to save myself repeating, um, we could move on once you feel that there's enough time. 
So we are um, incorporating um, as we speak. Uh, there will be two operational companies. Uh, one is in uh, Jersey, uh, in the Channel Islands. Um, that will deal with the institutional and the accredited market, and the other incorporation will be out of Gibraltar. Um, we will also be taking advantage of a rather neat um, uh, piece of legislation that the Cayman Islands uh, put into place in 2017. We, we absolutely will have our DAO, um, but when you're dealing with securities, which uh, are um, RWA-backed tokens, it's, it's difficult to speak with regulators if you have a, a DAO, which is not somehow grounded somewhere or there's some sort of um, legal footprint. In the Cayman, uh, they have this unique piece of legislation which allows for a limited company to be uh, incorporated. But importantly, this limited company or this, this structure doesn't have the, uh, the shareholders or indeed uh, directors as per a normal limited company. Um, but what the what these the, the, this uh, type of limited structure allows is that it is registered. Um, they have something called stewards, which um, essentially are uh, there to to uh, oversee the company. But this company would have a sole mandate, which be which be which would be to listen to our DAO to our members. And when there are uh, uh, items that have been voted, for example, um, we would allow the DAO to suggest for future uh, uh, real-world assets to be considered to be brought in, you know, to be brought onto the platform. Or if there, you know, if there was, uh, if the DAO was, you know, considering, you know, restructuring of, you know, fees or just really anything that is affecting our operations, then the DAO can go ahead. Uh, as an autonomous body, um, make those those decisions from from its member base, but then the uh, the uh, limited um, this special kind of limited structure in Cayman will be able to listen to what the DAO says and then take its orders literally from the from what has been decided upon and agreed upon out of the DAO. So. This is uh, to the it, it's separate from the operational platforms, which are incorporated, as I said, in, in Jersey and, and in Gibraltar. But this in this way, we can satisfy the regulators that yes, we have a DAO, but the DAO is indirectly linked to to a legal footprint, which then gives them satisfaction. The Twix utility token, um, which is a Cardano native token. Um, its uh, utility will be uh, uh, to facilitate uh, initially um, holders of real the real world asset tokens that we bring on. So whether that's VVG for gold or VVS for silver, and so on and so forth, we will have uh, special uh, vaults which you, you'll be able to place your commodity token into those vaults. But in order to go in and uh, and allow your uh, and allow users to appreciate a yield, the Twix token is in you know it's like the key to get into the vault. 
and you'll be able to decide how long you you lock up your tokens, whether it be three months or six months or, or 12 or 24. And the utility token Twix will also uh, be uh, required then once the yield has been applied uh, for, for the period that you've uh, been in the vault uh, to then come out of the vault as and when you wish to. There will be other uh, utility functions that will be rolling out um, with Twix, um, but that is the, the incentivization for uh, and, and the, the usability of Twix is a, um, a, 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 a like a key that opens up the ability for you to go into into different uh, in, into our different uh, uh, vaults. There is a total supply of 4.2 uh, billion. Um, and it is deflationary. Uh, at the moment, we have a fantastic team of 10. Um, I'm very proud to say that uh, we also teamed up with uh, Thespian, uh, which is a development agency uh, down in uh, Zagreb. Um, their reputation and experience speaks for themselves. Um, and Philip, who is our tech lead, uh, he's uh, he's coming from Thespian. Uh, in addition to Lisa uh, and myself, and I briefly mentioned uh, Nick, who's had uh, decades of experience within financial services. Uh, there is also Eileen, who previously has run and managed uh, uh, crypto hedge funds, uh, previously has uh, held positions in BlackRock and other uh, financial institutions. And she's heading up as, or she's in, uh, um, overseeing the investment side um, and is our uh, uh, chief investment officer. Okay, thanks, Chris. I'm sure a lot of your community have noticed that real world assets has been you know talked about and is you know it's it's really a a, a buzz uh, word at the moment um, we also see that uh, tokenizing real world assets is going to have a tremendous positive effect in helping to bring uh, institutional capital into uh, uh, or on chain I mean we've we're very aware that Cardano has an amazing community, but a lot of the growth has been organic. Um, uh, when I've been working on uh, other projects and giving them advice uh, in 2022, one of the concerns that I was hearing, hearing from uh, institutions was that they, for example, they would love to come into uh, Cardano, but are still looking for that, you know, um, for, from their side, a logical way to invest or inject capital into uh, into the blockchain. Um, this goes back to the volatility that I was talking about at the start. That they they they've been the way that I read it is that they're looking for something which for them makes sense. And what we're seeing with the uh, tremendous forecast, which has been has been widely. Uh, uh, publicized that you know by uh, 2030 uh, a huge uh, 16 trillion dollars uh, is is estimated to be 
uh, aligned with and associated with the tokenization of real world assets. So it, it's clear that there is a, a, a vast potential. Of course, precious metals is uh, an excellent place to start because for a lot of people, you know, it, it makes sense. Do people in general want to uh, in, invest and hold uh, and hold uh, gold or silver or tokens that represent that? We clearly think yes. Um, but it doesn't just stop at precious metals and there are, I mean, I had this um, um, very interesting conversation a couple of uh, months ago with a company that um, uh, sells um, incredibly rare whiskey. This is something that I, I, I was not aware of before, but this whiskey you never see in bottles, you never buy it. Um, but they sit in barrels, um, and some of these barrels are worth, you know, tens of millions, or at least millions. But you know, you're able to then, uh, and up until this point, um, these these types of assets have been sold uh, to whether it be high net worth individuals or into the institutional side of the market. But th this is just an, a, another example of where. Um, assets that have never been uh, widely accessible to to uh, to the people uh, will be able to be offered through a tokenized system so you know the the, the likelihood that somebody can go and, and buy one of these incredibly rare, rare whiskey barrels that costs uh, you know you know a, a lot of money well that's very slim but if you're able to then take that asset and tokenize it uh, and fractionalize it and obviously, that's a, another new asset that will be then opened up, and 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 would be the type of development uh, that Twin will be looking at once it's once it's passed its MVP, and once we've brought the initial products, which it, which will be gold, and then after that we'll be focusing on silver, platinum, and palladium. Okay. So with twin, we see that there are um, there are from the retail side, you have uh, investors who are already uh, um, kosher with uh, crypto. They are familiar with cryptocurrencies uh, and blockchain, um, and Perhaps they're looking for further types of, of uh, uh, crypto investments, which again would mitigate, or at least they would uh, that they believe would mitigate the sort of fluctuations that that you know, especially when they, they are when things are falling, you know, or, you know, are, are falling off a cliff or going down. Then hopefully, real world assets or RWA backed tokens will be able to somehow smooth that out and give some uh, some. Uh, um, level of level of stability that we see people are looking for. But in addition, in addition to uh, investors that are familiar with crypto, we also understand, and this is really where you know it's a, it's a, a huge advantage to Twin is that we will be able to entice uh, traditional investors into the crypto space. Um, if we look at uh, uh, you know a lot of the 
investment. There is still huge amounts that are outside of crypto. Have not a lot of people have yet to try it. They're very skeptical because of the events that we will witness. Um, we understand that this is that uh, having uh, an array and a portfolio of uh, real-world assets uh, such as gold and silver would be. Uh, uh, one of the reasons, or we understand that this could be uh, a way to attract traditional investors into into crypto, giving them something that perhaps they're already or they've been looking at outside of crypto, but having a token that holds this, the exact same value as gold or silver, then this will give them an opportune moment to to come in and therefore grow the the space in general. On the 9th of uh, June, we launched our ISPO. Um, we've also uh, devised what we call ISPO 2.0, um, which is there to be read. Um, so just go to our uh, Twitter page and you will find links to the Medium articles that we've published. Um, we, you know, what, what, what we learned when we were co-founders at MELD is that it's an amazing tool, meaning the ISPO. Um, it allows community members to also take advantage of projects that uh, without an ISPO would be perhaps more uh, restricted to uh, um, private investors. Um, we uh, we believe that with our uh, remodeling of the ISPO, um, which is it has perhaps gone a little bit off-piste um, because now you have some uh, pools that are that are operated by a single um, uh, uh, entity or, or person, but they have multiple pools, which I believe was never really the point of, of state pools on Cardano. Um, but with our 2.0, um, and... Uh, we, we, we can perhaps, if there's a bit of questioning at the end, we can go into more details if anyone specifically wants to know more about ISPO 2.0. But it's essentially leveling and, and, and making the ISPO uh, uh, or the, the state pool landscape more, more fair. Um, we have an amazing marketing team. Um, my, hat off, my hat's off to, to Lisa, who uh, has already done a phenomenal job in uh, in the short time that we have. Uh, gone public with our brand, has been building up um, a, a very respectable following, um, which is building day by day. Um, and again, what Lisa brings to Twin, and this goes back to the uh, the, the, the conventional investors that we, we, we see we can help to bring uh, on chain, is that for the last, uh, you know, 20 plus years, She's been uh, working within marketing, marketing some of the world's most uh, prestigious brands, whether they be Tesla or, or Adidas, and Espresso, um, etc. So she's got a. Um, we've got. Uh, a, a, well, she has, and her team has got a a, a, um, a great strategy on not only marketing within the crypto community, but also uh, how to how to market and how to make twin known and aware of to those that are yet to come in. Thanks, Chris.
As I mentioned, uh, we are extremely passionate about offering uh, twin uh, on, a, on a retail scale. Um, but we mustn't forget that the uh, it is also important to um, to have an offering for the accredited and institutional side. Um, for the since January of this year, um, and a lot of my own network is uh, within the Channel Islands, specifically Jersey. So uh, my colleague Nick and I, we've been doing the rounds um, and listening to what. Uh, institutions would be would be looking for uh, if they were to uh, invest into uh, real world or tokenized RWAs. Um, one of the one of the real selling points that Twin has are one of our USPs is that with when it comes to a lot of the institutions, they really care about. For example, if we take gold, where is that gold being bolted? Um, and I hadn't realized until speaking with a lot of my network just how important and how much uh, they they really labor this point. Um, and the fact that our gold uh, uh, that you know will be bolted in the Channel Islands, that is something that uh, accredited and institutional investors, especially in Jersey, have really uh, sat up and, ta and taken notice of. Um, the the the, the licensing required for us to uh, serve the institutional markets, as I mentioned before, will be a quicker uh, and more straightforward process. Um, but what's important for your community to understand is that the um, revenues that we'll be making from uh, the institutional and accredited side uh, through Jersey, then those monies from, uh, from operational revenue will be the, the lifeblood and we'll be able to then put that into the processes uh, and, the, and the focus that we have on building and going after the correct licensing for retail. Just uh, on the last, on, on uh, just on that last point, um, I can't give names and I think that, that the, your, your audience will understand this. Um, but essentially, once we are licensed uh, for the institutional side in Jersey, we've already got a healthy, um, basically, list of clients that have already, um, uh, it, you know, indicated or more than indicated that once it's ready, that uh, going into uh, and buying uh, the gold-backed and silver-backed uh, coin will be absolutely something that they would be. Uh, looking to um, um, uh, add to their to their investment portfolio so we, we see that this process is is uh, this process will be up and running um, uh, as soon as licensing is obviously is granted but we, we, we already see that we're going to have a healthy demand from the moment that we're able to sell to the institutional side of the market Thank you. So we we all we all need to uh, you know and well all, all successful businesses obviously need to make healthy revenue and you know we also understand why you know, you know the way that banks uh, have been working for well for, for donkey's years how they make money but. 
but it's but it's it's skewed and it's not fair. Um, the fact that you deposit your money into a bank and they're making healthy margins on your money and you see very little has you know it's it, it needs to change and it's 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 long overdue. Um, but just like a bank, we will also earn from your assets. Um, but it's going to be done in a much more transparent way, completely where, uh, you know, if you are uh, using our financial services, it will be clear exactly um, how much is being made and more importantly, the, the share that you will be then able to uh, earn in yield if you are in the vaults. So we, we're using um, there's the, the, a similar structure, I could say, but our point is that it needs to be uh, needs to be you know clear and transparent, so, and that will then build trust. But more importantly, it will also um, uh, deliver something which is sustainable. Um, going back to what I was saying earlier in in the presentation, you know, we, we see that 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 traditional banking or, or you know is becoming more and more uh, wobbly um, and there are you know you know we I think we all know uh, the reasons uh, behind you know why it's not sustainable um, so our financial model is really to uh, be a healthy profitable company but also in a transparent way be able to uh, deliver uh, fair and, and proportionate um, uh, earnings back to our uh, our users and token holders. Um, we will also um, uh, earn uh, transactional or earn from tra transactional fees. Um, and for those that choose, and it's it would be entirely up to you know each each individual's uh, uh, choice. But we will also offer concierge uh, services which once the licensing is in place, and of course I have to stress it's subject to licensing, that we'll be able to then uh, use uh, your assets and make them work uh, in, in different uh, financial um, um, channels. And that's what Eileen, our investment officer, who has the, uh, the uh, qualifications and also the, the experience and background will be heading up. Um, but this will this we will come back uh, and obviously explain much more uh, on exactly the types of service we'll be able to offer. But again, I stress this all needs to be then uh, um, um, a, a, a lot of the detail needs needs to come out once we are uh, either in the process of of obtaining the different licensing and regulation, um, and not to sort of preempt what we. Um, you know, again, we don't want to. We don't want the regulators. To, you know, we don't want the regulators to look upon us as as saying something that we're going for without without having some trajectory and and and, and having obtained, for example, our initial BASP license or BASP status, I should say, out of Gibraltar. We do know that there are uh, other services out there that have uh, tokenized, for example, gold. Um, so in some ways, we're not, re we're not reinventing the wheel. Um, but 
we also know that it's incredibly hard and this is where I've been very fortunate as I mentioned earlier that um, I've been uh, able to get to know and you know through uh, or over a nine ten month period last year um, really started to understand what the, the our partner in the Channel Islands who who, who uh, trade in precious metals what they are looking for so the the key to twin and our uh, and and our success is our uh, is the uh, is where we source the precious metals or the these RWAs from um it's there are you can probably count um on one if not two hands um the uh, the, the 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 types of the types of um, uh, uh, sort of uh, partners that anyone else that wanted to tokenize uh, precious metals where they could turn to or where they could go to. My point being is there isn't much um, availability in the market, um, but through you know just we are there, there has been a great deal of of, of luck in in twin sense um, that we've. Been able to, you know, speak to speak to these uh, or speak to the partner in the Channel Islands, and it was just the right timing. But they had they they had been thinking about fractionalizing or tokenizing their metals, but they hadn't found somebody to partner up with, and that's when we were able to step in and offer that. Uh, we have an initial supply of ten thousand uh, kilos of uh, of gold, pure gold, LBMA certified. Um, which is a, a, a huge uh, supply to begin with. Um, so uh, I'm absolutely aware of the, of, of the power that uh, of that initial supply gives us uh, and the advantages that it gives us. Once we are uh, reaching that, that, uh, that figure uh, through the sales of our token, we will then be able to uh, have a uh, monthly and if we so wished a, um, a, a, a set amount per month of gold on top of those 10,000 kilos. So there is an enormous supply to be tokenized um, and it's, uh, it, it, is it is sustainable and uh, we will, um, yeah, unlike others that we, we know have been looking to get into this market, um, what we do have is this, this, I wouldn't say limitless because it's, because everything has a limit, but it is, it is an enormous source for us to, uh, to, to, um, to work with and, and in turn tokenize and, and then offer it to the market. Again, as I just do, just to sort of, uh, um, uh, emphasize again, gold is where we start. Um, but once we have successfully uh, um, minted our BBG uh, token, uh, we will be looking to then, quick, in quick succession, uh, tokenize the other metals that we have access to, which is, an, which is in a similar uh, sort of scale of uh, quantity as the gold. Um, I'm not sure if, uh, it, uh, Philip, do you perhaps want to, uh, or Lisa, do you want to come in and talk more about the, the twin DAP here? Yeah, maybe I can say a few things. Thank you, Philip. 
Um, hi everybody, I'm Philip. I'm the tech lead in, in Twin. Um, so the the way we imagine the DAP or the interface, you know, for, for the users is twofold. Uh, we want to have a, a platform for the institutional investors and we want to have a platform for the for the retail investors. Uh, from a business perspective, it makes more sense to onboard institutional investors first uh, because uh, legally it's easier for them to buy purchase securities uh, and also, uh, you know, larger liquidity can be provided initially, which makes a lot of sense for, um, you know, for credibility of the project, etc. So the institutional uh platform uh, would be in a way where uh, an institution or or uh, you know a family office or something like that can register uh has to go through KYB uh has to go through these AML pro uh, procedures that are quite standard we plan to integrate an uh, external service for that on the website uh and in that way uh we're just ensuring that we are sort of in, in, in some sort of a partnership. Uh, uh, for them, it will probably be a, a, lo a lower limit of how much gold initially they can buy. And in the moment of purchase, uh, we will have these, uh, we will have a token policy open for the, for the gold token. And in the moment when the, when we receive the money in in whichever form from this entity we will mint these tokens and send the, send it to them right so this is a very high level um, um over overview but the idea is how we approach institutional investors is uh they are buying larger sums of money so we're not trying to automate a lot of things it's going to be quite manual it's going to be checked verified rechecked and re-verified just to be sure that everything is okay. We will probably speak with them, you know, either on a phone or a Zoom call because we're expecting, you know, large purchases. So it just makes sense to have a bit of a more of a manual process for that. Um, and uh, we are also aware that a lot of these uh, providers are using uh, custodial services. Maybe they don't hold their own keys for their crypto. Maybe they are someone else is doing that for them. So we're trying to incorporate a bit of a more manual, uh, you know, um, serviceable, more, more private one-on-one -on -one interaction with, uh, with the, for the institutional platform. On the other hand, the retail platform, um, uh, we, you know, the technical perspective of this is, is, is not that complicated. I would say, uh, like I said, we have this uh, token policy. Uh, when you buy the token, we mint new ones. When you sell the token through our platform, we burn the tokens that you sold. Uh, quite quite easy to do with an open policy on Cardano. There's not even smart contracts are not necessary for that. Um, but the you know the one of the biggest pain points that we recognize in in crypto in web3 in general is this user experience user interface you know so a retail platform will also have a kyc and aml procedures because uh, as thomas said uh, 
initially the gold token and and after that other RWA tokens are securities and we'll register them as securities. So to purchase security, we you know we have to have a KYC procedure, but we're aiming for it to be as seamless as smooth as possible. Once you do it, that's it. Um, and then uh, we want to make the experience of purchasing or, or buying or selling your VVG or other RWA tokens as smooth and as simple as possible, right? So uh, for sure, you will be able to buy in, in, in ADA, that's for sure. Uh, but we're, we're also looking maybe to integrate with one of our partners and maker who already has and uh, maker pay options that supports other cryptocurrencies and that supports, uh, if I'm not mistaken, fiat payments through through credit cards, right? Um, then it, it becomes a question, okay, well, if I pay with the credit card, where do I receive my VVG, right? So we are we are thinking of ways to create a new wallet for the user in in a way that we never see it. Uh, it can be a paper wallet, maybe it can be a digital wallet. Um, we will we are just trying to cover all cases and to make the experience as smooth as possible because we we see that as a as a pain point. <clears throat> Further down the line a bit, uh, we are also discussing uh, security uh, insurance schemes. You know, uh, we have maybe something uh, in mind that helps retrieve the funds if funds are lost, you know, with, with multi-sig wallets. I give this example of two of three, you know, let's say that uh, a husband and a wife uh, are, are purchasing gold. And let's say they purchase 100 grams of gold and, uh, you know, they, they are husband and wife, they live in the same household. So we make three private keys. We make private key for her, private key for him, and private key for twin, the company, right? And we make this uh, account multi-signatory, meaning that two out of three keys need to sign the transaction in order for that uh, for those funds, for those gold tokens to be released, right? So, uh, first of all, uh, we as twin, we only have one key, so by ourselves we cannot do anything. We cannot touch these funds, so we cannot take them away, we cannot, you know, destroy them, steal them, nothing. Um, two, in, in normal operation, uh, husband and a wife sign with two of their keys without twin, they don't need us. They sign and they can release, uh, you know, gold tokens whenever they want to. But in case something uh, either happens to one of them, or if one of their private keys is lost, they can contact us. Uh, we can have a conversation, you know, proof of life, see that this is not a scam. And we can, you know, we can be the second signatory. So we can use our private key and one of their private keys to help them release funds. So those are kind of the schemes that we are looking for, uh, making people feel safer to use crypto, to use these digital wallets, to, to have some sort of a retrieval mechanism. You know, this is just one idea, fairly simple. This is not, you know, uh, nothing groundbreaking, but we feel like these small things and just taking care of that can go, can go a long way. 
So I think this is uh, from the high level a bit from me. Uh, I don't know if you have some questions. I'll go through the chat. Thomas, if you want me to speak on something else, please feel free. Thank you for that, Philip. It's a good overview, but I'm sure there will be questions uh, or, or anything specific. So um, maybe we loop back in with you, Philip, if there is something sure, that, sure. That, that, that comes up. Okay, so uh, um, from where we are presently, um, as I mentioned, we started our ISPO um, earlier in June. Um, our first draft of the white paper is uh, going to be um, publicly circulated uh, in, you know, very soon. Uh, when I say very soon, uh, I believe it's uh, literally in, uh, in, in a matter of hours, if not you know, later on this week. So that will be something that you can all jump in and, 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 uh, and review in detail. Um, we, we, we know um, uh, from the retail side, the first step that we need to uh, take uh, will be to obtain a VASP uh, status uh, in Gibraltar. Um, we envisage that that uh, VASP is able to uh, be obtained in the autumn of this year. What that, uh, what that VASP will allow TWIN to do is initially be able to then publicly trade our Twix utility token. Um, from the, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll loop back in on, on, on the, the subsequent steps after the VASP. Moving further into quarter four this year, uh, we will also we also aim to have our institutional license out of Jersey, working with the GF, JFSE, which is the regulator in Jersey. Um, and on the on New Year's Eve, on the thirty first of December, our ISPO will conclude, and we will be then moving uh, into a twin testnet uh, uh, phase. Um, also, during the uh, the autumn of this year, we will be launching uh, a, a private uh, token sale, um, and. Once we have uh, secured our VAF status in Gibraltar, also once we've in secured our institutional license in Jersey, uh, we will then be uh, able to move to our MVP, which is to mint and to uh, release our first product, which is VVG, our gold token. The timetable for uh, Next year, um, moving into quarters two and three, will be to um, work as, as fast and as, uh, as uh, focused as we are able to in terms of a retail platform uh, launch. So after the VASP, which will then allow us to publicly sell our um, uh, utility token, there are a number of different other options that are available out of Gibraltar um, for subsequent licensing or with the licensing that would then build on top of the VAS status, which will, uh, once those licensing um, are in place, will then allow us to um, uh, um, be 
retail um, uh, operationally ready. Um, the reason why the VASP is also important to secure first is that it gets us talking and working uh, with the GFSC in Gibraltar. So the the whole the, the way in which we've been advised by our uh, legal counsel in Gibraltar is that this is a it, it's 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 like a you know you need to build a relationship. It, if we were to try and uh, go for uh, all the licensing at once. It's not that it's impossible, but what the regulator likes to see is that there is a step-by-step -step, uh, process and that they can see once the initial VASP is, is then awarded that we are operating and working in, in full compliance. The, uh, again, what we are planning for in uh, the quarters two and three of next year, uh, once we are, uh, are further uh, um, down the road with the GFSC in Gibraltar, is to then focus on the subsequent products which are next in line, which is twin silver, platinum, and palladium. We also are um, creating. Uh, something called a twin multi RWA token. Um, this is a token that will then hold different proportions of uh, of the RWA uh, assets that we have on our platform. It may not hold all of the RWA assets. For example, there are, you know I mentioned you know precious or rare whiskey um, uh, earlier. It may be that some um, RWAs that we bring on uh, are not included in the multi RWA token, but what we are, um, uh, what we are, um, what we understand is that people are also looking for as much stability as possible. So if you have, you know, if you hold the gold token, um, I'm not, uh, I'm not suggesting that gold may go up or down, but just for argument's sake let's say that the gold, the gold market has a tumble. If you hold gold token, obviously you're going to be affected by that. But if you hold a multi-RWA token, which has a proportion of gold, but also other uh, real-world asset um, 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 uh, or other RWAs proportionally built into that token, then it's a little bit like a, a, a seesaw. If one asset perhaps is uh, is down, then maybe another asset is up in the market. So there will be this this equilibrium effect in the multi RWA token, which uh, ought to then uh, mitigate uh, um, any uh, any sudden downturn with with one particular asset. Again, I can we can talk more in more detail about that, but I hope that's that that, that came off. Clear. So this is who we are. Um, as I mentioned, um, we are a, you know a phenomenal team with a lot of experience, uh, both uh, in and out of crypto. Um, I mentioned Eileen uh, uh, and, and Nick, um, who I'll be working. Well, Nick will also be spearheading with me uh, the. Um, um, the, the institutional drive um, and bringing institutional clients once we are licensed out of Jersey. 
and then moving down. We have uh, Herval, uh, Rowan and Vince that work very closely with Lisa on the marketing initiative, community builds, and making sure that the twin brand is clearly understood and is being uh, and 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 is and is, uh, is getting out into the community. Um, then, as I again, it's uh, apologies for the slight repeat, but we have Thespian. Our decision was not because obviously the technical side is so incredibly important. Um, so rather than uh, just going after uh, uh, one or two individuals to bring into the team, uh, we thought it prudent to actually team up with a, uh, a full cycle uh, development uh, agency. Um, and Thespian, obviously that's where uh, Philip uh, is you know he's currently at Thespian, and as he's mentioned, he's our tech lead. Um, but through Thespian, we then have access to all the resources and all the all the development uh, possibilities. So it's a it's a it's a it's a much larger, more in depth um, um, team member than just if we had uh, started by looking for you know one uh, individual in the beginning and then trying to build organically. So we have then the full full access to what Thespian is able to do in terms of development. But, uh, Philip, do you perhaps, maybe that's also uh, something that you want to just um, uh, come in and explain more about uh, Thespian's uh, key skills and, and its abilities? Sure. Uh, I mean, Thespian's uh, founder uh, was uh, employed by IOG, the you know, the entity that, one of the entities that started Cardano. He worked there for five years. Uh, he was uh, a lead for the, for the hard, uh, for the full node wallet system. So, you know, he's very deep into the, into the blockchain infrastructure, basically, especially on Cardano. Uh, me as well, you know, I have now several years of experience in the ecosystem, worked with uh, different projects, uh, with different skills, um, on highly technical stuff, but also on some, uh, you know, business integration stuff. Uh, uh, we wrote uh, a, a CIP or two, uh, never actually made it to production, but we, we, we wrote them anyway. Uh, we're ve very well connected in the in the ecosystem you know attend the conferences regularly so yeah and besides uh, blockchain i mean thespian does also uh, nor normal <laughs> web to uh, development and uh, product development software development agency work thanks a lot philip um i'm i'll hand over to to lisa just to walk through and explain the mechanics of our ISPO. Hello, I'm just logging on from Thomas here at the computer Asbury sharing an office. Because um, my, my uh, speak, speaking rights didn't seem to work. But can you hear me now?
Okay, super. So I'm going to just start off with explaining a little bit about the ISPO model because I'm not sure if everyone's familiar with it. Um, back in 2021, uh, <coughs> Thomas, Nicholas and I were part of, of uh, pioneering the ISPO as a model. And this was with MELD, uh, where we were co-founders. And uh, we decided to launch what we call then an initial stake pool offering, which is uh, unique to Cardano in many respects, because normally you would stake your ADA and get ADA in return <coughs> as rewards. But we then decided to have this model in which you stake your ADA, we keep the ADA returns, and we give you tokens, our own project tokens, as rewards. And it was a huge success, as Thomas mentioned earlier, we had 1.3 billion worth of ADA delegated at one point from 40,000 participants. Obviously, <coughs> it was a different market, ADA was worth much more, plus it was a very novel mechanism. And since that, it's become um, a much used funding and community building mechanism on Cardano. So we decided quite early on that we also wanted to do this with TWIN and we wanted to also evolve the model which we have done together with several staple operators in the Cardano ecosystem. So we have launched something called the ISPO 2.0 which basically uh, helps safeguard the interest of single stakeholder operators in which we share some of the rewards with them uh, without it uh, affecting the delegators themselves. But this is just in, sure, uh, in order to make sure that it keeps us decentralized as possible and that stakeholders, especially small stakeholders, don't have to close down if they lose delegation to us. We also have an implementation in which uh, our delegators get rewarded extra tokens if they return to the small single state pool uh, operator that they were with before uh, at the end of the ISPO. So you can move down to the next page and I'll explain a little bit more about what's going on right now. So we just launched on Friday we had uh, lots, 150 early delegators. We've already got quite a lot of delegation and it's just at the start. Um, in order to reward <coughs> early participants, we have uh, something we call the Galactic Supernova bonus program uh, live right now, which means that if you delegate now or before, um, Epoch 35, which is, you know, about 20 days or 15 days away, uh, you actually get bonus rewards on top of your base rewards. So every Epoch, which is five days, you earn 15 Twix tokens per thousand ADA staked. And uh, for joining this bonus program, you get four tokens extra on top of that. In addition, you also get an NFT, which uh, has future benefits on the twin platform. And uh, that is if you delegate minimum 250 ADA. 
and you also have to stay for the full ISBO or for 35 ebooks in total in order to qualify for these bonuses. We are also announcing this week another uh, incentive, which is very exciting, which isn't in here because we haven't publicly said anything about it, but it's called the Gold Rush Incentive. So that basically means if you qualify now or delegate now, have delegated already, or delegate within a certain period, there will be a set amount of Twix tokens divided pro rata to all those delegators. And that was is going to be a quite huge incentive on top of what we have already. So yes, that was the ISPO lowdown. I think I might hand it back to Thomas because I think the next slide has to do with private sale and some tokenomics. Thank you, Lisa. So the uh, private token sale um, is going to be uh, now focused on now that we've got the ISPO underway um, to meet uh, uh, compliance. Um, it's a, a sale which um, uh, individual investors need to reach out and request to twin in order to start a conversation. Um, there is also a need to be uh, accredited. Um, now that 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 is well, that being accredited means uh, different things depending on your citizenship or citizenships and where you are, where you're based, where your primary residence is. Um, but again, when somebody contacts Twin to ask information, then we are able to go back and explain uh, more about what that accredited status uh, means. Um, there are uh, some restrictions in terms of uh, who we cannot uh, invite into the private sale. Um, and again, that information will be then disclosed once somebody reaches out to us uh, and asks for the information and a dialogue is started up. The uh, strike price uh, in the private sale, as you can see, is 0 0.012 cents. Um, and the vesting uh, will be a linear vesting, which commences on uh, TGE or at TGE, and then is uh, rolled out, as I said, on a, in a linear uh, on a linear basis over 24 months. Um, the if the uh, amount of tokens uh, if we don't if we don't reach our hard cap. Then the amount, the, the tokens that are in surplus, um, then we have several ideas on, on where, where to place that. But the principal idea is that, that those tokens would then be uh, placed within the DAO, um, and then the, which will then uh, help to fund the DAO and to, uh, to uh, further um, what I briefly touched on uh, in, previously in the presentation. Uh, which would be uh, where, where it, you know, if there are projects that need support or if there are certain types of uh, new um, uh, real-world asset opportunities, then that is something that the, the DAO would be able to then, um, from a community side, vote on 
um, and the uh, tokens that uh, potentially have moved into the DAO would then be able to help fund and progress any new uh, um, RWA token that is coming onto the platform. Um, use of proceeds, so the 10% the is, is uh, sort of the, uh, the general and administration side. Um, the organization setup, that is predominantly uh, legal fees and the, uh, the funding that is uh, required to go after the licensing and to go step by step towards the GFSC in, in Jersey and the GFSC in Gibraltar. Um, we uh, are allocating a, a healthy proportion uh, of the proceeds from the sale towards marketing. Um, marketing is going to be so essential. One, we, we uh, there was a slide which uh, uh, laid out the huge potential that um, RWA or tokenization has, and uh, uh, you know, running into the trillion trillions of dollars by 2030. Um, we've already mentioned that we want to bring in um, investors that are not yet in crypto. So a lot of the marketing will also be focused on making uh, people aware of TWIN and why this is a potentially a suitable uh, way for people that have yet, try, have yet to try out crypto, that this is something that could appeal to them. Um, and then uh, for obvious reasons, and uh, this is also maybe something, Philip, that you want to add something uh, uh, else to, but the core development is uh, with a 50% of the funds. So we make sure that the that the, the platform is rolled out uh, and and developed as swiftly and as uh, as, uh, as swiftly and as feasibly as possible. Um, could I ask you, Philip, just to talk more about the core development uh, and and because it's such an important point? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, the the first step would be uh, to create the dashboard for the ISPO where people can see. Uh, in real time, how many uh, you know Twix tokens they earned through the ISPO, and eventually claim those tokens. Um, uh, that is a, a nice uh, basis uh, to integrate with blockchain data to ask uh, you know to query the blockchain to test it all out to. A load test it under you know real use with real users to see the problems you know there is there are some um, there are some pain points in cardano in general that uh, you know projects try to tackle in different ways with their own communities and we would like to do the same thing with with our community uh then when we have these services up and running and all of that like we said institutional platform uh retail platform uh create create new software uh, where and when it makes sense use the existing software reuse the services that other people have developed or made when and uh, where it makes sense uh, you know we are not going to rebuild everything from zero because it's simply you know it 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 doesn't uh, doesn't serve any purpose it just ba basically drains the money from from the project and hyper focus on the on the user experience uh, 
right? Really, really uh, discuss with the community, okay, is it working well? Is it fast? Is it seamless? What issues do you have? Why? How? And tackle them openly and transparently. Uh, but also preserving, um, you know, preserving this uh, nature of uh, decentralization, keeping in mind that we are not going to be gatekeepers, keeping in mind that once you have your Twix tokens, once you have your VVG and down the line, you know, some other precious metal tokens, they are yours. We we cannot take them from you. We cannot burn them from you. We cannot, you know, it's it's yours. Uh, and explore in uh, further down the line. Explore, you know, uh, you know, subject to licensing some uh, some of these custodial services, vaulting. Uh, you know how to generate yield on on vaulting. Also, kind of discussing with the with the other stakeholders, maybe who are not that into crypto, on how to technically integrate these things into either DEXs or some regulated DEXs maybe that are coming uh, coming up, uh, you know, things like that. Uh, core development is important uh, and that that is our job, but also it's important to marry the technology and uh, use case when and how it makes sense. And I've seen a few times over and over where teams are either strictly technical and just, okay, this just just programmers and then uh, teams that are strictly business-like and they just see the money, you know, and, and it's never good. Neither of those extremes are, are good. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to marry these two things in a, in a, in a perfect way, hopefully. Thanks, Philip. And, and one of the points that we haven't yet uh, brought up, but it's a very important point is the desire to be multi-chain. Uh, yes, um, I mean that that's also uh, being being multi-chain from a technical pers technical perspective is not that difficult, but being multi-chain from a user experience perspective can be tricky, right? What does it mean, multi-chain? What is my token here, or my token on this chain, or on that chain, right? So again, focusing on the UX from this side, but to enable to expand the you know the the reach of twin and to ex expand the reach of uh, of uh, rwa tokens we don't want uh, the blockchain is not there to be a uh, an obstacle the blockchain is there as a technology that should democratize and spread the word so in today's world of kind of uh, nascent and like uh, tribal blockchain groups we, we really have to overcome that and and uh, stretch to to other blockchains and to other communities uh, to to kind of have these integrations done yeah thanks and and what i will also just add on to that though is the the twix, the twix utility the platform token is uh, uh kadana native and will remain kadana native so that's where there is uh yeah just just to be uh just to be clear that the multi-chain ambitions will be for the real world uh the rwa back tokens gold silver and such like that we bring onto the platform yeah uh i think that was it for me thomas i don't know if you want me to clarify no, that, uh, thank you philip and what i'll say is i, I have seen there's a whole bunch of 
questions coming in into the inbox. Um, so, but I haven't tried to read and answer them during the presentation. But I will go in and and, and look at those questions once we're once we're done. So, uh, just wanted to also let everybody know that I'm I'm not not responding. Uh, but I will do it as soon as the uh, as soon as the uh, the presentation is 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 finished. Okay, thanks, Chris. So just a, a slide to to summarize uh, the tokenomics. Um, so the ticker is Twix. Um, we've touched on the bolting. So the Twix will allow you uh, to deposit and lock up uh, for a period of time that you choose into our various vaults. Um, and once you're in the uh, vault, you'll be then earning uh, yield uh, based on an APY. Um, the Twix uh, holders will also have uh, rights to governance through the DAO. Um, our total supply of Twix is 4.2 uh, billion. Uh, it will not uh, be more than that. It's deflationary. Um, and the uh, the estimated TGE is uh, in quarter one uh, next year. So if you were to uh, come into either the ISPO, which has a 12-month vesting, or the private cell, which has a 24-month vesting, then that uh, linear kicks off at the TGE. Um, we have allocated um, the uh, total amount of Twix available at 30% for the private token sale, uh, at 21% for all ISPO delegators, uh, and the, the team has 12%. But I, again, just, just to, I'm sure you're, you're all reading it, but just to emphasize that the team uh, has an initial lockup, which is not applicable to the ISPA delegators or the private token sale purchases. So we, the team has uh, an initial lockup of 12 months, and then once that lockup is has completed, then moves into a further 36-month vesting. Just on the distribution in the uh, it. Then you just to go through that. Then obviously we we allocate five percent as well to uh, partnerships, both um, current that we've already uh, uh, re released. One of them being Endmaker, uh, but also future partnerships. Uh, the foundation um, that's that uh, the foundation is the that uh, uh, specific type of limited entity that is able to uh, be incorporated in Cayman, which I mentioned earlier. It's that foundation then, uh, which will receive uh, twelve percent of the uh, of the allocation uh, to then drive forward the the mission and the uh, the the what what the the DAO uh, rules and votes on. Um, I already mentioned the team and the ISPO with the twenty one percent private sale thirty percent, and then there is uh, uh, twenty percent that is. Uh, Allocated towards the liquidity and rewards. Um, um, some of those rewards are already um, being, uh, as Lisa mentioned, or already been uh, planned and rolled out. Okay, thanks. So, thank you very much. For
you know for listening and as i said i will uh go into the into the uh, into the comments and answer those uh that have been addressed to me um the uh anyone that uh, believes that they are within their jurisdiction um, uh, or that they hold an accredited um, uh, investor status they are very welcome to contact me about the private sale um, yeah but thank you again for having us on and hearing about twin I hope you've enjoyed it uh, and that uh, we will have lots of fruitful conversations Awesome. Thanks for that. Um, we, we've got a, a VC partner, so um, I'll touch base with uh, the, the VC that we work with and then uh, yeah, perhaps we have a conversation after after this call on on how we sort of progress that. Um, yeah, that, that, that's, that sounds great. We'd love that. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Um, no worries. It just makes it easier for, for smaller investors to get involved, which would be great. Um, yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Um, so I, I'll hand over to you, Gemma and um, JB. Yeah, well, th thank you so much. We do appreciate that. And thank you for your time and your patience. It's been a very informative and in interesting presentation. So I just wanted to thank you all at TWIN. And then, and, and likewise, we reciprocate that uh, we we're very grateful for the opportunity and uh, again, it's, uh, you know, if, if, if anything hasn't been uh, clear or, you know, if people want to know on any specific point, reach out to anyone, uh, any one of us on the team um, on, 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 on Telegram or Discord, and we will be absolutely delighted to answer any specific questions. Um, JB, are there any questions that stand out to, to you that we could just briefly cover off? Um, Padres, sorry, Padres asked a question here. Have you run any models for how the token economy would look from a deflationary point in the next five to ten years? Not sure if you're on mute. Myself. I can hear you, JB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, can everyone hear JB? I can't hear JB at all. Can you not? No. Just you. One sec, let me see if I can. Yeah, I think I think every oh can't some people can't hear JB either. I think sometimes with these uh stages Discord likes to to play up a little bit. So yeah, some... it was um it it was what happened earlier with Lisa. I know that mm. she was talking but um her her somehow the rights weren't weren't applied so maybe um some sort of restriction yeah did you did you manage to hear J, what what jb said it came no, from I, it was it, no it was silence that this end nick would you be able to just repeat the question i've reposted it chris ah uh, have you it was padre that asked the question originally okay so here here was the question i assume everybody can hear me okay uh yeah, yeah. Perfect. Have you uh, run any models on how the token economy would look uh, from a deflationary point in the next five to ten years? Yeah. Um, can I hand that to you, please, Philip? Uh, yes, we are planning to do this. Uh, still uh, not right now, but we are discussing models. Uh, Eileen, is, Eileen is working on that to 
to uh, let's say do a bit of a quantitative analysis on how you know in different conditions with different uh, adoption levels prices how you know how we can not not predict but see and analyze where maybe the pitfalls of of the tokenomics are and what what a certain what certain minimum levels have to be upkept for the project to remain healthy and things like that well, we don't have something ready right at this moment, if that's what you mean, but we are aware of it and we are working on it. Yeah, which is also one of the reasons why we've been slightly delayed with the publication of our white paper, because that's uh, that's a piece that is, um, and uh, right now as we speak, Eileen is, is running through and doing some finishing touches. So there will be, uh, there, there will be a, a good splashing uh, of, of uh, in, in regards to answer to that question in the white paper. But we just wanted to make sure that you know what we put in and what we are what we think is is uh, is uh, feasible actually can stand ground. Perfect. And um, yeah, I, I just want to say a big thank you to, to our team as well. Nick and myself and, and JB uh, have done an awful lot of traveling over the last week or so. Uh, so yeah, hats off to, to the team. I saw people you know, saying thanks to me, but really it should be a big thanks to to our team and the, and the twin team for sort of setting this up in in such a, a very uh, quick sort of turnaround and uh, the level of detail uh, in the presentation was fantastic and has actually answered the vast majority of, of questions in, in the chat, which is fantastic. Uh, the sign of a, a phenomenal presentation for sure. Um, so, uh, Gemma, anything else that you you, you want to cover off? I'm going to make an assumption everybody can hear Gemma as well. I don't want to hijack your your presentation. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, no, uh, I think everything's covered. Uh, like JB mentioned, um, a lot of the questions have been covered off very well in the chat. So, yeah, thank, just thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the presentation and thank you to Twin for your time. But that's 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 great, and thank you. Um, and uh, also, one one final point which we didn't touch on, but it's also uh, an important point that um, uh, that people have brought up, and they've been speaking with me, is that we are going to be, or we 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 know how to implement a very robust auditing uh, system. So at any time, um, there will be a clear uh, insight into uh, how many tokens. Let's take gold as an example. Have been sold versus how much gold is then has been purchased for the from the proceeds of those token sales. Sounds sounds great. Transparency is something that uh, a lot of projects uh, over the last few years uh, have not really had, and uh, I think that is uh, definitely something that is required moving forward. So it's great to hear that. Yeah, and then uh, absolutely, and then also we're, we're we're looking at you know the current the current uh, uh, sort of structures that we have available to us, and there is no trans <clears throat> there is no transparency, you know. So that's the you know I'm I'm you know referring more to the fiat side of things that you know that that that's really you know one of the the major issues that we see in in building you know consumer confidence is that if you if you don't know if you can't see precisely at, at any moment what's really going on and you know that's really just sort of in one way you know as a consumer you're just shooting in the dark and that's wrong um so but this is something that with you know obviously with blockchain that you know we're able to to offer in you know on top of our phenomenal services 
but also to you know to 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 instill that confidence so people, as I said, can at any moment in time, you know, look in and see and 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 obviously then realize that you know twin is operating as it's saying and that you know if a token is sold then the asset is is purchased you know um from that from those proceeds perfect well um i think that's probably a wrap then and uh hopefully uh, at some some point in the future we can uh, have a catch up and uh, see how things uh, on that roadmap are developing i think that'd be fantastic I would absolutely love that, and yeah, and thanks again for suggesting, uh, you know, a, a potential sort of uh, loop in with your VC contact. So um, yeah, please just uh, me, and I would love to sort of find a time and 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 hear what you think. Yeah, perfect. Uh, look forward to it. Thanks, Great. everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Thank you, everybody. Bye, bye. Bye, bye.